All right, let's go. It is Sunday Poor, Thursday night edition, second episode of the week. Welcome to the program. We've got kind of a different show tonight. We had an uh, interview with a longtime friend, personal friend, and longtime friend of the program, uh, multiple-time guest in the show, Tony D, joins us in a little bit. Um, before we get to him, let's check in with Ant, see how he's doing. Ant, Yanks, two out of three from Houston. Um, how you feeling, my man? In general or about the Yankees? Uh, both. In general, fine. Still 100% vaccinated. Uh, little side be, effects, but nothing. Yeah. You can't go less than 100% vaccinated. Well, you know, you don't know. I don't know. All right. No blood clots. That's yet. Let's not let's yet. Knock on wood there. Right. I think I'm in the clear. Okay. All right. Good. Um, the Yankees, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I left a bad taste in my mouth, the loss today. I, they needed to win, not needed to, but I would have felt a lot better if they won with Cole on the mound. Obviously, we, we've mentioned before, everything goes to hell when Boone gets in the way, and that's exactly, that's one of the things that happened today. Though not, maybe not the reason they lost, but it didn't help. Yeah, I mean, Chad Green didn't get the job done, but. No. They, they, yeah. Houston owns Chad Green. Didn't they kill him last at some point last year too? Or am I making they, that up? They've always hit Chad Green. In game six in 2019, Guriel hit a three-run homer off. Oh, no, he no, used him as an opener. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they hit him one other game too in that same series, I think. Okay. I think Correa or uh, Springer, one of them took him deep. I think it was Correa. Yeah. Um, yeah, not the guy I really wanted to see. Would have uh, seen Cole in the eighth, but uh, it's just—I guess that's baseball in twenty twenty-one. I'll try not to yell at clouds tonight. Not for nothing. There's like it's like it's like Cole, the Grom. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know who else, but there's like a handful of guys in the league that you just send them back out there, and that's it. Doesn't make any sense to me why he wouldn't be. Yeah, out there. well, yeah, that would make sense. You would think. But I mean, who do you uh, trust to hand the ball to Chapman, Chad Green or Garrett Colts? Math, <laughs> simple yeah. math. Yeah, yeah. And then I also don't like how they kind of when they go to like the B squad or the bullpen, they bring in uh, what's his name Holder or what Wilson? I mean, um, well, yeah. But who are you going with there though? Nah, like if Justin Wilson can't pitch in that spot, he shouldn't be on the team. Yeah, I guess you're not going to Chapman there. I don't know. Lasagna, we worked two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. I guess you got to throw him there. You know, you're not really – I guess it's not really giving up, but it feels – I mean, like- he fucking sucks. Justin Wilson sucks. That's. I'm not blaming Boone for that. I'm blaming Cashman for Justin Wilson being on this team. <laughs> He's on the Mount Rushmore of Cashman two-time fucking losers right next to Javi Vasquez and Nick Johnson, okay? And the yeah. fourth spot's vacant. It's going to be when he brings back, like, Sonny Gray or uh, Jarrett Wright out of retirement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking Justin Wilson. Brian Cash was such a fucking loser sometimes. No idea what the point of bringing Justin Wilson back was. Seven fucking ERA. Sucks. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's 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 move on. Let's talk about something important here. All right. We we you know we have plenty of time to talk about the Yankees and we got months and months of baseball left. Uh there's only one uh Sunday poor charity wolf ball game coming up. And I think it's official now. 
right? Is it official? It's going to be I think so, yeah. the, the Sunday morning, May 30th. We have, a couple, we have a couple people in, so that's good. It's a good start. I don't know exactly how big it's going to get, but we're off to a good start. Um, wiffle ball, we got a keg. It's going to be the Sacco keg, so that's nice. Um, we don't have to front for it. Yeah, donated from the Sacco. That's nice. Right. Sacco keg, great. Um, we'll figure out – we've got to figure out a location still. That's to be determined. We'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, and Saturday is the rain date. If Sunday looks like shit, we'll call on the fly that week, call an audible, and we'll just do it. Yeah, Omaha. Yep, exactly. So I think, yeah, so we're good officially. We'll do it Sunday morning. Uh, anything else we had to discuss about that? About the football game? Uh, I mean, other than location, I don't think so. No, I mean, bat and ball and show up. Is this the uh, is this the um. So if the keg is there, is this also the redo of the divisional playoff weekend party that we did have anyway, but just with no keg? Oh, I think it's a Memorial Day party. Okay. So it's not there's no DPW tag on it though, is what I'm saying. No, it's attached to the keg, that's about it. Okay. So I don't have to wear the jersey, what you're saying? The football jersey? No, next that's next DPW. Why wow, you're hanging on to it until then? Okay. I mean I still have it. Yeah, it's wrapping still. No, I mean hanging on to me cash to, to cashing in on it. I mean, to, oh yeah, okay. I haven't forgotten. All right. all right, so it's okay. So I don't have to worry about that until January. Yeah, I wouldn't be right wearing it in the summer. Okay, that's fair. It's gotta be football season. All right, that's fair. Okay. Um, let's see. You got anything else you want to cover before we get over to uh, the, the interview with Tony? Because it. We did the interview already with Tony. It went on for a lot longer than we expected. Um, he, there, he's got a bet on the Wizards as the interview is going on. So when he starts shouting uh, obscenities, it's, that's why. And it went to overtime, which extended the interview. Right. Overtime extended the interview, and then we just kept, we just kept going. So. And there was reviews. Scott Brooks got involved. Should have filed. He didn't fall. It's yeah. calling timeouts. Russell Westbrook's right. all over the place. Yes. It got wild. An, an amazing performance by Russell Westbrook in the, in the waning moments of this game. So stay tuned for that. Right. Um, Fouled himself out for the good of the team. Team player. Really did a nice job <laughs> getting them to where they had to go. So uh, so unless hey, unless you had anything else, I think we'll, just, we'll go right over to uh, – No. Um, yeah, I think we can go to Tony. I was just going to talk about uh, my, my vaccine uh, experience really quick. Sure. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, so after we got done taping the other night, mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I never go right to bed after we tape just because I'm a little wired. Like, I'm, not, I'm not someone who can just do something and then go to sleep. It's impossible. Yeah. So I was watching Seinfeld, you know, an hour. I go to bed, and I was, like, rolling around as I'm sleeping. And I was, like, half asleep, but still kind of awake, but I'm really sleeping. And I'm rolling around, and I'm, like, ah, kind of sore. You know? My, my arm definitely hurt more than it did the first time. Okay. So, long story short, I wake up Tuesday morning. I just felt like a car hit me. Wow. I was okay. really sore. Uh, but I had to get up, like, 5.30 in the morning, let the dog out. My wife leaves for work. I got to play with the dog. I do those things. So mm-hmm. I took a couple Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Felt all right. Kind of like tricked my body into feeling good. 
played with a dog, went to work. <laughs> by like by like two o'clock, three o'clock, I'm like back to feeling like shit. Oh no. Okay. Like a truck hit me again. Okay. I'm sore. I'm just like I'm out of it. And I have two more Tylenol on me. I'm like, I got to, I got to time these where like, I'm, I, I, I got to take these, and like take them where I can get home. And like, I, I got to take care of my dog again. I got to tire her out. She's been in the crate all day. So I strategically take them at like four 30, which and Tylenol are fucking amazing. Dude. I know they're like bad for you, but if you, like, I, I'm pretty sure I had a, a big fever. But I don't know. I didn't even. I, I took my temperature once. It was like ninety nine something. But that was after the Tylenol, so I'm pretty sure I was hitting triple digits for sure. All right. But whatever. If it's, if you don't see it, then you never had it. Three in the forest. Um, I had general soreness. You're not keeping me out of the lineup with general soreness. Lower lower body aches. No. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Lower body. Injury. Come on, pencil me in. All right. Play every day. Um, <laughs> plus, I wanted to take a half day tomorrow, so I'll go to a little early happy hour. So. Yeah, you know, give and take. You gotta, you gotta play hurt sometimes. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta win the. Uh, you gotta lose the battle sometimes to win the war. Yeah, I hear you. That's a good. That's a good uh, move. You get to enjoy yeah. your time off, right? You could just you, you can fight through the work day when you're in pain. Yes. better than being home. You know, you know how many Mondays I've gone to work. Yeah, hungover as fuck. It's like every oh, It was like, yeah, this was like working with a bad hangover. Oh yeah, do I stand on my head? You're a pro. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing that stand on your head. If you, I, I just keep drinking water. Yeah. Uh, so then I, yeah, so I get home and again, the Tylenol, like they work instantly, man. Cause my body was really sore. And like I, I took two Tylenol and like 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like the tin man, man. Like I'm like ready to, you know I mean, I'm stretching out. I'm like, Oh, I feel better. I'm I remember when enough, I had yeah. my, when I had strep throat, like that's what my that was six days of taking Tylenol. I'd have a fever, then it would break. I'd think it was over, then I'd get the fever back. And it's it's funny how fast it works though. So, anyways, long story short, that night I take a shower because I just I still felt a little off. And uh, when I get dressed after my shower, I come out in <laughs> pajama pants and like a long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "It's hot in here. What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm comfortable. She's like, you must, she's like, you must be sick. I'm like, ah, I'm all right. So I'm watching the Yankee game that night. And I swear to God, I kid you not. Seventh inning, I don't know, maybe 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I start sweating. And it was like, it was like a, the a weight had been lifted off me. And I was like, oh, it is hot in here. <laughs> and that that was that was when like the fever must have broke yeah that's when all the soreness went away i go to bed that night wake up wednesday morning 100 percent. it was Dang. like instantly lifted out of nowhere it's like when jesus so, cured the lepers yeah it was wild it was uh so all i'll say is this unless you're doing something that's like manual labor or you know some job where you're really physically active like you could, especially if you're one of these people that works from home, you don't have oh, to take man. a sick day for the vaccine. Like, get your ass in front of the computer and do what you got to do. So it might, it might not be great because I, I didn't feel great. I mean, I'm not going to act like I was a tough guy. It wasn't great, but, I mean, you know, it's not anything you can't deal with. 
it's funny because somebody's taking off tomorrow because they have the shot today at lunch. <laughs> they already said at like four thirty got the email that they're not coming in tomorrow. This is your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could they, yeah, but yeah. can't they just wait and see how they're going to feel and, and take it off on the fly, or do they have to take it off in advance? And also, like you just said, they could work from home. So. Yeah, oh, man, come on. Whatever. Eh, it's, not my, it's not my. It's not my day to take off. So. Yeah, I'm selfish with my. I am like that with my days off too. It's like I want to save my days off for when I have something to do that I yeah. actually want to do. I don't want to sit there. And also, I feel like when you feel like shit like that, I think it's better to kind of like get up and get the body, get the blood circulating, man. Take a shower, put a pair of pants on, move around a little bit. You know, I don't like just laying around in my own filth, sweating, fucking swamp (laughs) ass on the couch. You know what I mean? It's not going to help you get better. Yeah. Yeah, you feel you, you said trick your body being you know, to make it making it think that everything's right. okay. I mean, that, sometimes you that are it. that fucked up where you can't oh, get yeah. out of bed. Like there's nothing you could do in that spot. Oh yeah. Well, if you if you can do it, if you can power through, I recommend pushing pushing forward. Yeah, like I had pneumonia like right before, like months before COVID hit. Yeah, like I couldn't move, man. Like I was just like, moving, yeah, it's different. Hurt. So yeah. Sometimes the old college tries isn't enough. No, I had a tried trouble going to the doctor. Like they wanted to do lung exercise on me, <laughs> and I had trouble going like getting myself to the doctor. So that was no fun. Humbling, humbling experience. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're sick, anyway. I will, That's I, another thing. When people ever complain about any sort of ailment or sickness or anything, don't you kind of want to just jump in their body for ten seconds just to see what they're feeling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I bad, right? Shake it off. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's never as bad as yeah. Not, like it's the pneumonia. That's what kept me out of work, man. Fucking pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, like every I'm, other time I, you're out of work, it's because you want to be. Yeah, like I'll be taking a sick day in September. That's because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to like the first showing of the of the uh, the many saints of Newark. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. right. I drop the kids off at school and we go early to whatever that showing is. Yep. Guarantee I'm yeah, I'm doing it. It's it's decided. Like I, it's not that's a sick day. <laughs> that's my sick day. Yeah, that's your yeah. That's your vaccine day or whatever the fuck people yeah, are taking exactly. these days. They wanted uh to know like at work when you're getting your vaccine. Not like conversationally, but like they had like a check in thing so you could let them know when you got vaccinated. I'm not doing that. I'm not checking in with you guys to tell you when I'm getting my shots. I'm not your puppy. No offense. No offense. To <laughs> yeah. No, it's a little strange. Yeah. Well, I, I know they just want to know who's got it and if they, if they worry about anybody. But I mean, uh, I played ball and like did we like health check ins, which I was fine with because, you know, nobody really knew what was going on with this kind of stuff. So people had to take their temperature and you had to let them know you're feeling okay. And I had no problem with that because people are stupid and they'll go into work when they're sick, even though they don't have to. Like, you know, now is a different time. Like, not going into work now is more of a, what's the term, like an abundance of caution. Um, Common courtesy now, not to. Yeah, courtesy, yeah. So, like, now it's not like you're being a pussy. It's just like you're, you're, you're staying home because you have the sniffles, you don't know what it is. We'll wait a day to see, you know, if it gets any worse or what. Um, so I didn't mind that. And people were being, like, cagey about it, like not telling people when they were sick. Like, I'm not holding it against you, like. It's, it's the once-in-a-lifetime type situation, you know? It's kind of curious. Yeah. 
what you, what you have. Do you have a cold or do you have a fucking uh, variant of COVID or whatever? Uh, so I played ball and did those check-ins and stuff. But, like, I'm not telling you I'm getting my shots. I'm not telling you I'm fucking vaccine, man. I'm not telling anybody. I mean, <laughs> so it's Saturday. I'll tell you guys. But that's it. Saturday. So Mother's Day's on the line. I'll be all right. You got the Pfizer one. The Pfizer's like the uh, the Moderna one's like the 85 bears, man. Round and pound. <laughs> Moderna's, Moderna's. I don't know. Most people I talked to had Pfizer. They didn't have a problem. Man. Yeah. Everyone, everyone I talked to about Moderna was warned me about it. So I was very like, my ego got in the way. But it, it did uh, It did pack huh. a punch, the Moderna. I will say that. It did pack a little bit of a punch. Huh. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that. I thought Pfizer had, had, a, had a couple of victims. I don't know. I feel like everyone, oh, they're like Moderna. You know, you, you fucking vaccine talk, and they're like, oh, you got Moderna. They look at you like you got like, like you got two weeks to live. Like, ooh, better clear your schedule. You got Moderna. So you're seeing Pfizer's like drinking a Coors Light and Moderna's like drinking uh, grain alcohol? Yeah. And Johnson & Johnson, I don't even know. It's like a fucking shot of Jaeger or something. You don't know what the fuck's, you don't know oh. what's going to happen. Oh, flaming Jaeger shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, and I'm glad you got your uh, happy hour tomorrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get this over to Tony D. Enjoy the interview. Enter. Enjoy. Enjoy Tony. Yeah. Enjoy Tony, and uh, enter a uh, transitional noise here. I guess. Ding. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. <laughs> All right, so here we are with friend of the program, oh. long time, long time friend and listener and colleague and fellow degenerate, man of many vices. Uh, our very own Uncle Titty is here. Tits, welcome to the program. How are you, Anthony's? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for asking. Doing pretty good. Um, pleasure, pleasure to have you back. It's, uh, we haven't talked to you since uh, election night. <laughs> Has it been that long? Feels like yeah. yesterday. You They're still on in a AC? <laughs> in my mind, I'm in AC right now. They're on a 5 0 run since the second you started recording. So, uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. right. So, physically, no. Emotionally, spiritually, yes. You're still in AC. You never left. I've never left AC in my, in, in my adult life. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Are you going to expect us to scatter your ashes in Atlantic City? <laughs> Just throw them in the trash somewhere. <laughs> Naturally, yeah, that's that was the that was the second option. <laughs> throw, throw them in the dumpster on Baltic Avenue. <laughs> All right, deal. There it is. It's set. It's set in stone. You need to write a will now. We're good. I think this is right. A, when you say it on a podcast, it becomes official, especially one as widely uh, renowned as this. Well, absolutely, well, I'll get to work on that right away. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Uncle Titty, we brought you in because uh, on, on our last show, we, it kind of came up the story you told me about uh told me and a few of our friends about um you're on a trip and well take it away yeah tell, tell us a story from your point of view because uh, it's one of the most unbelievable things i've ever heard i still don't i still can't even wrap my head around what happened with, with this thing yeah i mean you you see a lot of things on the road so let's just get that understood right off the bat i mean you got to keep it interesting out there. You hit the bars on the road, you know, salesmen 
end up making, uh, you know, bets with each other. Tall tales are told. And most of the time, 99.9% of the time, half of the, you know, half of the things that go on are either highly exaggerated or, you know, somewhat, somewhat ridiculous. But I can tell you that this story really, really blew me away. We were, uh, well, let me set the scene for you. We're in St. Louis on a, I believe it was a Wednesday night. So your local bar, quiet, like no band, no music, just, you know, the regular common folk of the Midwest having, uh, you know, nice dinners and all that other good stuff. And yeah, we had a retirement party we attended. So needless to say, we were the rowdiest people in the room, a lot of shots, a lot of drinks, good times all around. And of course, you know, yours truly is there with some uh, late night, you know, the, running the late night crew. There's me and like two stragglers left and the, the night's coming to a close, but it's still time. I guess the kitchen's open and you know, there's these two couples come and sit down for dinner. Now they sat, I would say about five feet away from us. And it, but it's like, it was one of those moments where one of the chicks that was part of this foursome just stood out. I mean, we're talking like, I think you, did you see a picture, Anthony? I, I did. Yeah. She stood out. All right. All right. Uh, so, so I got to get me that picture. By the way, first mistake was sitting five feet away from you guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really little, the hostess's problem here. It was her little, fault, really. Little, little did she know. <laughs> I mean, but in normal, so like nor, the normal goon story, I think would kind of end with like, you know, like, so we ended up in a, in a brawl in the parking lot or, you know, glasses were thrown or something like that. But this, this story takes a really interesting turn and you just don't see this level of, I guess, confidence and execution in, in many, in many situations, at least not situations I've ever seen. Okay. So the chick sits down and immediately, so I'm sitting facing towards her young guy that I've helped get promoted already a couple of times through the company. was a really smart kid good kid too um it, you know, sitting next to me i go to him you know i'm like holy shit take take, take a look at this <laughs> and the and there's another guy with us he turns around and he goes whoa he's like all right not not too bad i'm like yeah you know that's uh that's pretty impressive you don't see that every day kid goes to me without blinking i'm appreciating the fine beauty yeah kid goes to me without blinking an eye now mind you it's her presumably her boyfriend and another couple sitting down for dinner in a quiet restaurant. Not some like club atmosphere, not a concert. And this kid looks at me without batting an eye and goes, I'm gonna go get a number. Oh man. Like, I, you know, I'm like that, yeah, I don't know, man. That may not uh may not end too well. There's there's two guys there, and uh yeah, you're gonna go right in front of them and ask them for one of the girls' numbers. And they're like, now, you know, they're like all how old is so he pers- tone? How old is your boy? He's, he's gonna, I'm going to say he's tw- somewhere between 24 and 27. And she's a little older. I just got the picture. She's a little older. She's a little older. And just to help paint the picture. So it isn't like younger people too. It's like people, Anthony and I's age. So you would make the assumption there that they're at a minimum engaged or married. If they're out that late together as two different couples. Right. Okay. So he's this young kid all full of piss and vinegar and he makes the, you know, makes a kind. I go, look, you go there in front of those dudes, 
and go ask that chick for her number, they're going to break a fucking bottle over your head. Yeah. And I'm going to have to get involved here. <laughs> I mean, I really don't want to have to do that, to be quite honest with you. So, again, just to give a little more detail, too, these guys are like that I'm with are like three levels underneath me at the company. So I, I have no business being there and hanging out with them in this type of situation. You know, it's, it, it, it's a retirement party, so things were, you know, a little bit above the average happy hour. But, like, now I'm finding myself in, like, you know, this crazy situation on the road where I'm, I get the gut feeling that tells me, I'm like, this is going to go wrong. You can't just go up to a, a table, a couple, uh, a table of couples, and put a move right in front of the guys. And, and, and th just speaking as a friend of yours, you know when shit's about to be, go wrong. Like you, just, you, you have a sixth sense. It doesn't always, it never really stopped you from going through with it, but you, you do have a sixth sense and you, your gut does, uh, does know its thing. Well, I mean, experience is the best teacher. And I'm sure, if, honestly, <laughs> I'm sure if you were with me and this guy was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. We look at each other and go, you're out of your fucking mind. Why, yeah. why would you do that? Absolutely. Yeah, no way I'll let him go into the lion's mouth like that. Well, because if somebody, you know, if, if I'm sitting there with a broad and you're, and you're there with uh, Mrs. Salato, and some guy, try, some young punk tried this on us. What happens? Like, I don't think you even get up to that point. Like, I don't want anybody to come up to my table list of the waiter. Like, we were talking, me and Aunt were talking about it uh, the other day. And, like, you don't, we don't get to that point. Like, you're not going to have a chance to talk us up. At some point, it's going to be like, all right, time to move it along, pal. Like, we're yeah, you're not getting our names, never mind anybody's phone number. Right. And move it along, right. pal. Move it along, pal. If anything other than moving it along happens, you know what the next thing that happens is. Yeah, no, it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty. Yeah. If you try right. to, it's not gonna be pretty. Like so as, soon as, he, as soon as he starts talking, it's like, who are you? Who are you? What the fuck <laughs> yeah. what what what's going on right now? Yeah, you know, that right, that exactly. kind of thing. Like yep. how is this possible? Yeah. And then keep in mind too, I'm talking total smoke show too. I don't know if that doesn't really make a difference, but like so. There's no, so A, there's no fear of any kind of action from the guys at the table. And, and these weren't like little, like nerdy looking guys either. And two, I mean, there's no intimidation factor by the chick is easily probably the best looking girl that's ever walked into this place. In my, <laughs> you know, I what this is like, you know, this is a neighborhood bar. Okay. So now that that stage has been set, without blinking an eye, he goes to me, says, this is what I'm going to do. You got my back. I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, like, not going to let anything get out of control. Like, you know, you're my boy, all this stuff. I'm like, maybe just, you know, don't do it. <laughs> he goes, yeah, no, he goes, oh, fuck it. I got to get this girl's number. This girl's an absolute smoke show. So he waits, like, there's like a nanosecond where this guy that's sitting next to her, close to her, gets up. The second this guy gets up, this guy swoops right in, sits in his chair. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like, without blinking. Like, and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for, like, you know, like, get away, or, you know, what are you doing? All of a sudden, I'm starting to see smiling <laughs> and laughing and giggling. What? And I'm looking at this going, what's happening right now? How is this possible? <laughs> Long story short, this guy, oh, so he, he's continuing running his game. It's working very well. At one point during this, the guy comes back to the table. The kid gets up out of the chair, pulls the chair out for the guy, like, have a seat. Oh, man. 
and then immediately turns his body to back to talking to the girl that I think at this point we somehow established that that was the girl that he was with. Oh man, was he? So he was in between the girl and the guy that she was with. Yes. Oh, yes. So with imagine his, with his those, back to the with his back to the guy. Yes. Oh. So imagine like one of those square bar tables. He's he's at in the corner in between those two with his left side back to them, right side in front to her. That is hit it! Come on, grab it, (laughs) son of a bitch! (laughs) I'm fucking believe. Forty eight seconds, tie game. Where was I? Who's laying three and a half? Uh, Washington's getting three and a half. Oh no. Okay. That's an I offensive foul. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, <laughs> the guy – so this goes on. The guy gets the number, comes back. I, the bet that I made this guy was I own beers for life, by the way. For life. Oh. Okay, shit. Yeah, you know, what, what, what are we going to spend here? Beers for life. You know, I see the guy three times a year. And, oh. <laughs> and you know, he's going to go – you motherfucker. All right. Sorry, guys. It's all right. No, we get it. It's all right. Yeah. And we don't, you're on the clock now. We, we understand. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, he, so he comes back to the table, greets us with a huge smile, has the number. Turns out that this girl is early 30s but has three kids, and the guy at the table is her ex-husband. Oh man, that's weird. Why are they out to dinner? Is it just like uh, meeting up and talking about the kids type thing? I have no idea about that part. It's a double date. It, it's yeah, a double it's a date. Double date, man. So, but here's the thing. That's the thing that blew me away. That's the only situation where that works. Even still, even with the ex, I don't know if it like it's, it's still got to be uncomfortable. Get your have your ex being hit on the mother of your kids being hit on, right? No, no doubt about it. I mean, if but again, if I had to stretch it, where the the one scenario, yeah, is that they're not actually together or not on a date. Like, what are the chances of that? I ex husband didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, ex husband, and they have three kids. (sighs) Yeah, I I don't know if he's. I think maybe we should interview this guy. Yeah, get him on and I don't want to see how his mind works. I don't understand. I still understand. It, you, it, you've, you've cleared some things up for me, but it still makes no sense. No sense to me at all. What, what part? Just, just it, the fact that it, it happens? That it worked. That it worked. And, and, that, and, and, and he knew it. He called. He's like, Babe Ruth, you called a shot. So this is a Ruthian feat. Called a shot, and he's too young to realize, I think, how ridiculous that was. To make it even even more ridiculous, this guy turns around and goes, and I'm like, you know, so we started talking about it amongst uh, on the goon chat, and we're talking about it, and I'm like, you know, excited. Asking, he's like, yeah, I don't know. She's got three kids. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to hang out with her. <laughs> and I'm like, this motherfucker's living on a different planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't throw back like uh... – a seven-foot marlin. I don't know if there's a big size marlin or not. We don't throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if that analogy works. I got to know. You don't, you don't throw back Billy the marlin. 
<laughs> right, yes, you don't throw back Billy. Well, maybe. Billy the Mar- Marlin, the name of their mascot? Yeah, you could throw Billy back, I think. Though. Yeah, you could throw him back. He's yeah. a buff. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – it's out of this world. It's, it's, it's wild that it worked at all. And there's video of this happening, which I think I shared with you guys. So just oh, in case yeah, anybody yeah, – there's videos, yeah. Yep. Anybody – it was so – so, I don't normally – like I'm not one of those people that's high and sitting there videotaping things on my phone. But that I figured warranted that this actually happened. Yeah, this yeah, it was like uh, it was like a uh, Haley's Comet type situation. This doesn't happen. No, not at all. Man, is this, is this, I mean, this has to be of all like the weird ass bets that you guys that you have made on the road, like with your with your buddies and your your uh, coworkers and stuff. This has to this has to take the cake. There can't be anything that comes close to this. And the Nobody's fact that it actually it. happened, that what came through. I've seen some stuff that, you know, would, you know, uh, we could take it. We could have, we could have our own show about that to some of the things I've seen on the road, but nothing in terms of actual, like that isn't just straight up deviance or abject failure, to be honest with you. Like this is in a different, this is in a different realm. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of her now. I think he should at least give her a shot. Give her a first date. You got the picture of the the broader in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking a look at it now. I mean, he's crazy. I, I'm reading his text saying, not, yeah. not sure I'd want to date a girl with three kids. I mean, geez, man, no one's saying you got to be their stepdad, but maybe go out and have a drink with her. I mean, when you, if you're in St. Louis. Yeah. Does he live in St. Louis? He does. Oh, he lives there. Okay. I guess yeah. That. Yeah. If he, was, if, he, if he was just going through like you were. And like every once in a while, every three, six months, he's there. All right, I can see. No, I still can't see. I mean, you're looking at that picture, right? No, he's got to call. He's got to hang out. You know, there's she's she's got an ex-husband, so the husband's gonna have the kids. You know, on the weekend. On the weekend, <laughs> maybe the husband will chauffeur them. Yeah, that was my one of my thoughts. Was I wonder if like these people were swingers or something? They were into it, and it was like just again the random situation that could actually work. And they're like, oh yeah. Of course, take a young kid back. Maybe home. she gave him the number out of spite, a little spite. A little Stick it to her ex-husband. Yeah, that's nice. We like spite. Yeah, but here's the thing. She, re- she responds, though, the next day. Wow. Yeah, that, that response is from the next day. I mean, they, they tell me that women love confidence, and there's nothing more confident than a kid who will walk up to a fucking table with two other dudes there and just start talking to the woman. Beautiful woman at the table and in the bar. How well, were you able to gauge like what the other couple was feeling? Were you able to gauge their reaction? Because if I'm the other couple, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm <laughs> clenching my I'm clenching my asshole during this. Like, oh, he's gonna be back from the bathroom soon. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for shit to go down. Oh, that was more along that. That's what I'm doing. I'm right, you there. too. I- I'm waiting for the guy to come back from the bathroom and this to be like a full, a full blown situation. And he came back and from, and, and Anthony has the video. So the, the guy, the other guy is had his back to me and you could tell he got like, if you know, the, the rule of the wild or the, the animal kingdom, he got small. Wow. He was like, he was like hunched down he had alpha. and you could tell he wasn't talking. 
Oh, I was man. like, holy shit. Like this, this may work in like, I don't know, the bird community where like, you know, there's the, there's the, there's the bigger bird and the smaller bird fucking flies away. But does this, does this work in real life with humans? The peacock with bigger feathers. Right. That, he, yeah, he peacocked them. Yeah, he peacocked them. He peacocked them. <laughs> <laughs> the other peacock just, just shied away in, into just oblivion. Yeah. How do you come back if you're that guy? Like, how do you come back? Like, you had a smoke show wife, and then you, and now you're just watching it hit on and, and being into it and, and right in front of your face. Yeah. Well, you touched on something before, which also makes the probabilities of this insane. What if they're that? one in a million couple that's into that. That's really, yeah, that'd be. That this is, this guy shot his shot in that situation and all those things lined up and it actually worked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, it, it, the fact, it's, it's a million to one shot, Doc. A million to one shot. It's um, It really is. Yeah. I, and I don't know if that's a Midwest thing that like they're polite. I, that, that, that's got to go out the window. I mean, I know people, I lived in the Midwest. I, People are polite, but not like, you know, if you shit on their front doorstep, polite. Like, you know, they're going to say hello where we don't say hello in situations. But they're not going to let, they're not going to let you, you know, bang their wife. He probably cheated on her or something. He's trying to keep the peace. Like the the kids are involved and stuff. And like, I don't know. She's. Yeah, this guy's on thin ice already. She's in FU mode. Yeah. If he does, if he makes a wrong turn, he can't be like starting fights with guys at the bar now in front of her. He's never going to see the kids again. Even, even to defend her honor or lack thereof? I mean – He can't go in front of the judge again. She's getting – You know, he's probably <laughs> – he's getting, she's getting a lot of strains already. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. But, again, think about all those – and that's us, you know, grasping at straws as how this makes sense. But let's say any of that's true. How improbable does it still make the situation? And yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, astronomical, the odds, astronomical. And this, and this, and I asked him like, "Is this?" A th-? And he's from Virginia, so hold on a second. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable! This motherfucker. Over, we're heading for overtime. He fucking dribbles right down the fucking court. They're up by three. And he comes down unguarded and shoots a three-pointer with one second left. Are you sounds, fucking kidding me? You can't like get NBA. in front of him? You can't get in front of him. They got 1.3 and a tie game. Unbelievable. Because you know what happens to these bets when you've got the dogs and you go to overtime, right? Oh, it's over. It's yeah. over. It's going to be an eight-point victory for uh, Washington. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm sorry, guys, for yelling on the show. No, no that's what the show is based on, right? Yeah, it's just, part of it. No, it's, it actually adds, adds to the show. I mean, I wish it was you, you winning, but. Uh, you could tell there was a skip in my step there for a minute. And now that, that, oh, skip, is, le- that, skip, that skip is gone. Less than a, less than a minute. <laughs> Skip <laughs> to your step for about uh, eleven tenths of a second. That's about it. Oh, uh, Beal, because Beal hit the, the free throws to gut up by three. Oh no! All you need is, a, and all you needed was a miss at the buzzer. That's it. Oh, one no miss shot, and the guy dribbles right 
to the his you can tell his favorite spot, and there's two guys on either side of him. They jump straight in the air, and he got a clean look at the basket. Hold on a second. Shoot it! Of course, unbelievable. And we're going to overtime. And, and look, these people in Tampa wearing the fucking Raptors jerseys, like they have any idea what the fuck is going on, are cheering. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. That's right. They're not allowed back across the border yet, right? Right. They're having, a good, they're, they're having a good time there. I want to be there with a fucking flamethrower right now. <laughs> yeah, the only thing worse than a Raptor fan from Toronto is a Raptor fan from Tampa. Yes. You can tell there's like, you know, three of them. You know, they're, they're, you know, they, they spent their $19 for the tickets and they're having a good time. Oh, and yeah. I'm, what does that crowd even look like right now? They're playing in Orlando, right? Yeah, they're playing in Tampa, which, you know, Florida is notorious for having great professional sports fans to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> These are people that decided to become Raptors fans, you know, because they, they never had another team there. They're dancing. Oh, this, this is like they may as well be dancing on my grave right now. Oh, no. That's not good. When you make the bet, everything just—it just seems like the whole world is, is just out is out to just mock you. I hate. That. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, you you know what you guys know what I'm talking about when they focus in on the camera, on the fans screaming. That's he's screaming at you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Take every take everything personally, of course. Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you. That's all I'm seeing yeah. right now from these dancing Floridian scumbags. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Dancing scumbag Floridians. And you got and you got these and you got these these people with wizard stuff on there dancing too. They must be playing a hell of a song right now, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the overtime music, I guess, because everybody's bopping. Over by the way, overtime as the dog as the dog team on the road after a back to back against the best team in the league. Oh. And, and, and they're gonna lose by twenty. It usually doesn't end well. No, they were down but, by not nine starting the fourth quarter. Like they came, they, they shot their shot. That was that was the run. NBA's a game of runs. Yeah, the wizards are the wizards are giving you the runs right now. Uh, I got the runs right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, will you will you next time you're with this kid, are you gonna is he gonna be like your wingman? Like you need to like recruit him to be I mean, I don't, you gotta use his magic somehow. Yeah, he needs an angry 260-pound degenerate gambler from New Jersey following him around to help, help his game. No, no, he doesn't. No, he, we know he doesn't need any help. He, you, you need his help. Oh, oh I, I, need, I, need, I need him and a priest. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean that like an insulting way. I just meant, you know, it couldn't hurt to have uh... – you can, it's, it's okay, Anthony. My feelings won't get hurt. Perfect. You need, you need him, man. <laughs> you need him, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You're like Lou Gehrig, man. You want Babe Ruth batting in front of you, man. A little protection. Wow. What a guy. That's what a it. nice way to put that. That is a great way to put it. Iron horse. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he, is he going to give him – can you give this kid a raise? Did you uh, promote him the next morning? No, I already helped, helped get him promoted. I, like, identified him uh, early on as somebody that uh, – should be promoted, and he ended up in a different department. Gotcha, gotcha. Show potentials and show potential in many other ways. All right. I mean, everybody at, at corporate heard the story too, and every, you know, everyone's like, he, he he can't he can't walk through the doorway at this point. His his head's just too big. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, he's the coxman of the, I mean, it's it's nationwide now. And people in other countries are talking about how amazing. It is. <laughs> Did you hear what happened at Cyberbs on Thursday? <laughs> uh, I, I'm even the, the wrong accent considering what's going on in that part of the world. Uh, Don't sorry. worry, it wasn't a very good impression of anybody. Uh, I, I know, it was, it, was, it was indiscriminate who that was. Pretty generic. <laughs> right, a poo. Ah, well, the way you put a name to it. <laughs> I just did it to myself. Uh, there's not poos in every every country. Don't worry. <laughs> I love this kid. He, I, I can say nothing wrong. <laughs> he's on, your, he's on the guest side. He's got. He's got to. Uh, you know. He's got to. He's got to prop you up a little bit and, and make it, make it feel. He just like called that. me Lou. Ge- he just. He just called me Lou Gehrig for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby. Wow. And Westbrook's down. That's it. So, Well, hey, you got any more questions about uh, this particular <laughs> life? I got something I want to ask you. I got something specific I want to tell you about, but uh, not about this. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Floor is yours. I, I don't know how uh, how in tune you are to it. What do you think about the Giants draft? Well, they got the diehard Giants fan on the line. You're talking to me? Talking to you, yeah. I think it seems like everyone universally thinks they did a great job. Um, I'm, I'm always excited. And then the ball and – then, and then the whistle – and then they, they shoot the starter's pistol. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just – one thing I didn't get, and I think you know that I'm not a college, college football guy, so I don't oh, yeah. know the guys a lot. Yeah. But why, why not offensive linemen in the first, within the first two picks? At all, they didn't pick offensive linemen at all. I thought they grabbed somebody in the, like the middle. No, it was all later rounds. It was all defense later on, I think. And I get I, the, the reason I got was that Gettleman and company have a lot of faith in that in the, the team they have, the line guys they have to kind of take the next step. And you didn't see some improvement last year uh, as the, as the year went on. They did get better as the year went on. So I, I, they, I guess they just have faith in the group that they have there. It was odd though that they traded down and got a receiver. I thought that was odd. But. It was, and it looks like he's that that guy's going to be an absolute boom or bust scenario. Yeah, yeah, and it could be a boom. Don't get me wrong. I just think it could look, that looks like it could go the other way. If I had to guess, you know, well, yeah, we ended up with T- Tavon Austin. Oh. There's a lot of those guys out there. A lot of Tavon Austins. Right. Like one Tyree kill. Right, exactly. So, we'll see. so yeah. I don't know. I mean, hey, listen. I, I think that's a weak division. I'm always I'm always optimistic before the season starts, and uh, you now we see what happens. Oh yeah, the Giants are never better than from uh, March to August. So let's enjoy oh, it. While, t- let's enjoy it while we can. Yeah, we convince ourselves they're going to win the Super Bowl every year. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Just wanted to get your opinion. That's what that. I got, guys. That's what you got. That's it. He's tapped. Tapped out. <laughs> That's it. I, I, you know, I got, I got this heart attack going over here right now. Up by one with two fifteen. And you had a pretty easy day at work, though. So you know, to come home for this. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like finding out that your company, your company's being held for ransom, literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Did you click a link tone on one of those sites? You don't. You think you know me well enough at this point? You know that's been my anxiety all day, right? <laughs> I'm convinced that it was me. Oh no, a hundred percent. 
<laughs> I, you know, I haven't clicked on any suspicious emails, but I'm like running back in my head. Like, did I ever like, did this thing take like a few days to, to culminate? I don't know. But in my warped, warped brain, it's like, this is all me. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. I understand your fear. Even though it's like a one out of like 1200 shot, but you know, that will be the one I hit. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> right. Jesus. Yeah. So, so you, you, know, always got, you always got a problem with your fucking computer, though. So I'm bl- I am blaming you because you always have a problem with your computer. Problem with the computer. Thing, the only thing you can figure out to do on the computer is take money from me in poker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine. So yeah, I turn the computer on. This is like the last recorded thing. Is this conversation on there? It's it's over. Yeah, it's it. It's all over. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got tales of you know taking young sales reps out, drinking to the all hours of the night, womanizing and, and degenerate gambling. And, you know, these aren't good things. Oh, they're uh they're harmless things. It's fine. <laughs> you're, you're all American boy, Tone, as far as I'm concerned. It starts off harmless and then you stop trusting people, Anthony. There's <laughs> victimless vices. Right. Yeah. Well, you're the victim, but nobody else. <laughs> Vices only hurt one person. <laughs> well, you, you, you're the victim. That's great. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm the victim of all my vices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play better defense than this. Get, oh. get it, you pieces. Come on. Oh, my God, they got three offensive rebounds so far. Four offensive rebounds. Okay. All right. So, that took some time off the clock. Got a minute 20. We're up by three. Hold on to the goddamn ball, Westbrook. <laughs> I think we got to keep Tony on to the end of this game. I think we might have to. Yeah. Westbrook, Westbrook has no idea what he's doing. For a guy that's so brilliant and puts up so much effort at times, there's other times he just doesn't have a clue. Hey, I don't want to take up your guys' show. I'm so, I'm sorry. I started just rambling. I'm, I'm no, rambling. we I, we're I'm, we're locked into this game now. Uh, we have six minutes left in the meeting time because uh, this is how Zoom works when you have more than two people. But uh, yeah, kind of want to kind of want to hear the end of this game. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. You know how this is gonna go, right? We're pulling for you, man. No, you are. Kind of. Let's make it a pull. Good, good, good for ratings if I lose, though. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you there's at least seven people who will listen tomorrow if this game does not hit. <laughs> just, to hear, just to hear this live reaction. Listen, I, I live that it – I love – I've been watching the Wizards all year. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I have been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But that, 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 that three-pointer, that's a tough one, man. All right, so now we're up 59 seconds, up by two. And Westbrook's got the ball again. He, he, he doesn't know what to do in these situations. Ball in a china shop, Westbrook. Yes, yes. I can he, picture it right now. He took that shot before. Wow. Bradley Beal is something else, man. There we go. Wow, what a set. What a set on him. He knows how to play. I mean, Jesus Christ. You guys, I love if you guys can get this game right now. It's on Amazon Prime. I think I can get it. I, don't, I just don't have the remote. 
They're up by four with 45 seconds left. Beal at the line. All right. Hang on. Ant, kill some time. Yeah. I'll be right back. All right. Beal, Beal misses the free throw. So Beal misses the free throw. Raptors get the board. Now what? Then they call a foul. Uh, I, I, don't, I have the, the volume off here, so I don't know what they're saying. They call a foul on the free throw. And you know this is, this is going to go like the, the weirdest things in sports are going to happen in like the next 10 minutes, right? Uh, in the NBA, man, it's going to be at least 10 minutes. Yeah, and it's going to be every weird, obscure rule. They're going to review things. It's, I would imagine they're having a review right now, if I had to guess. Uh, either the timeout or they're going to review or a combination of the two. Ball they're, having a, they're, they're probably huddling up about having a review. And the coach is screaming on Washington, so that's not good. Scott Brooks, is he still there? Scott My Brooks. coach behind. Yeah, nobody. The best, the best sports guy in the radio business, right here. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah. Anybody that could throw out Gehrig and Scott Brooks in the same sentence is a, uh, a fucking hero in my eyes. This Don't is a diverse show, right here. I mean, we're all over the place. Don't believe it. Ready, ready, ready for this? They're looking at a foul shot violation. Oh, of course. I, I, I mean, said it, man. Oh, I said it. What? <laughs> oh, no. oh, guys, I'm telling you, this is going to be some crazy stuff for the next 10 minutes. They didn't even call that in CYO. So it's a coach's challenge from Washington on the free throw violation. Yeah, How do they I mean, do coaches' challenges? Do they have flags? <laughs> no, they just start <laughs> screaming through, through their masks and hope they get the ref's attention. <laughs> they're still wearing the masks. They're not gonna. No, yeah, no one told them they're in Florida. I mean, who kid, no one gives a fuck. How about the, how about for the brilliance on this part? How about the fact that there's ten grown men at the court touching each other without wearing masks, sweating all over each other, breathing, sweating heavy. all over, and then passing the same object back and forth to one another, spreading everything that was on that object. Yet the coach is wearing a mask. Okay, <laughs> the coach is safe. Coach is safe, I, I guess. I, I, I don't think any. You know, th- thank God, thank God. You know, I stopped watching the news, so I don't know about you guys. You guys are still talking about that stuff on, uh, uh, on the show. Yeah, but like at a third grade level, I'm not like reporting it. I'm just like talking out of my ass when I talk about it. Yeah, it's mostly like, personal experience stuff, and like how we're. Yeah, like I just got my second shot on Monday. You know what I mean? So I'll talk about that, but I'm not sitting there watching the news, really. I pressed the wrong, I pressed the wrong button. Apparently, Brooks's challenge was successful. I got one right. All right, Scott. Wow. Give him an extension. <laughs> oh, he could win. He could, well, Thibodeau should win Coach of the Year, but, I mean, he can't be far behind, right? Brooks? I mean, the Wizards aren't that good, are they? They make the playoffs. And win like a you know win the play-in game. I would I would I would think he's got to be considered. Who's the Hawks coach? That guy. Got yes. In consideration. Yes, Nate McMillan, nasty Nate. Is Nate the coach there? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. it is Nate. I think he, I think he's got to get. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks is the five seed. Uh, yeah, you look at that. So 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 now, sorry, I didn't tell you. Now now Lopez is shooting a free throw. What the fuck is going on? Robin hits the first one. Yeah, Robin of the Lopi family. 
so Westbrook, back to our comment about having no idea late in games what's going on. They're up by uh, four with 15 seconds on the clock. Well, 40 seconds on the clock. Westbrook starts dribbling, slows down, like, to allow himself to get fouled. They don't call a foul. Jumps up in midair, throws the ball in half court. The other guy grabs it, starts taking it up the court. They start dribbling uh, at the perimeter. Instead of playing defense, mind you, Westbrook has five fouls. He intentionally fouls the guy about 50 feet away from the basket, sends it to the line, and gets thrown out, and gets thrown out of the game. <laughs> so literally, all the absolute worst things a professional player could possibly do in that scenario, happened just now. Absolute bull in a china shop. That was called. He just, he just doesn't have a clue. That was called earlier as well. Jesus. I mean, how could that sequence of events possibly happen? Turnover, intentional foul to send the guy to the line when they're in the penalty and get thrown out of the game in the same, in the same three seconds of game time. <laughs> it's the Russell Westbrook experience. It is. You're, get, you're getting it, man. Front row seat. You and three Raptor fans. Well, it's better. You know what? I honestly, in the back of my head, it's better for him to get thrown out of the game right now. Get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, he can't dribble it off his foot. Yeah. Can't so dribble big, it off his big, foot. Big picture here, you just don't want double overtime, right? You're covering right now. I can't handle double overtime right now. <laughs> can't I just it. can't. I just can't have it. How many cigarettes did you smoke during the first overtime? Oh Jesus! I I I I wish to have that. Hold on, during the game, during the course of the game. Okay. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got ten. Blocking foul and one. Holy shit! What are you doing? All you had to do is not foul. Just let him fucking score the basket. There's eight would, seconds on the on the on the on the on the clock. Someone made a play for the Raptors. Siakam dribbled it right Siakam. up. So what do they do here? Do they make the free throw? Yeah. Or do they try to. Yeah. It's How much time's seconds. left? Eight, eight seconds. seconds. Yeah. You make it. Wizards call a timeout to advance the ball, and then another uh, you know three and a half minutes go by without any play. And then they come <laughs> back down here, and then then they come back down hit another three and send it double overtime. I mean, it's on the table. Yeah, that's if they don't miss the fucking free throws. Why? Well, you're getting Siak- three and a half. Siakam misses the free, uh, makes the free throw. So it's yeah. Right now it's that one point difference, Ant. So it's one twenty eight, one twenty seven. He misses one. They make the three. I win. He makes two. They make the three. We start all over again. Right, or God forbid, they fumble the ball. The other team scores. Uh... Oh no! So you need to miss free. Wait, so they already took the free throws. It took the. They got a fucking and one. Could you imagine with eight seconds left? How many times have you ever seen the guy dribble straight down the court, make a layup, and get the continuation with a blocking foul? Coast to coast. Coast to coast, baby. Even Ty said he didn't get fouled. I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> Ty Edney. Who's Ty Edney? 1995 UCLA Bruins. 
this guy's an encyclopedia. That's a, that's a pretty famous <laughs> shot. That's a pretty famous shot. <laughs> the only shot I know is Leitner. That's yeah, not as famous as the Leitner shot. All right, that's fair. I I, I don't I, I don't I would I don't really I don't really enjoy college sports. Not a college guy. Okay, like, I'm a college a, basketball guy. Football, I could take it or leave it. I'll watch the big games. All right, so they they fouled the shooting a point guard. One second came off the clock. This is going to take forever. Otani just hit a bomb. Bomb. Anybody on base? Uh, yes, there was one guy on base. All right. I remember going to um, a Big East basketball game with you, Tone, and our alma mater was playing. I don't remember who we were playing against, but it was not. It was one of the lean years. So yeah, I think you guys just like took the points. I think you took the over on the game, and you guys—it was you guys are mathematicians, just doing the numbers as the like, time wound down. Like, all right, they come back down, put it three. We're we're good. We're on a good pace, and they just got to score. And we, then we got to the point of just cheering every basket. Yeah, I forget who we were playing. Like, it, it, you know, St. John's or something, and some and the St. John's kept scoring, and the people next to us were like, "You guys went to St. John's?" You're like, "Nope." <laughs> Why are you cheering for? Why are you cheering for them? They're up, they're up a dozen on your team, right? Because we, we got to hit one thirty six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so fucking confused. Yeah, go back, go back to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Neto makes both of the free throws. One thirty, one twenty seven. Seven seconds left. It's all. It's the same scenario. Right. Gonna they're gonna they call the timeout. They get they're gonna get the ball half court, and then you gotta pray to God they don't make the three here. To stay out. Do of you foul under five seconds? And send them to the line. Yeah, I, I love that. You would okay. With Bradley Beal and Neto on the court, you could hit free throws. Yes. You don't want Van Vliet sticking you again. Sticking a sticking a. Uh, 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 an ice pick in my eye. Yeah. Right. I say they foul. See what I, see what happens. I think Scotty Brooks is going to do the right thing. I wish I had a. I wish I had a direct line to the bench. <laughs> you Here's a, what I think. You're in a couple sports books. <laughs> Here's the thing, Brooksy. <laughs> Needs you to play this one smart. <laughs> some, encur- some encouraging optimism. Right. Some really insightful stuff. <laughs> stuff you're not going to hear from your head coach. <laughs> Put me on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> some of these coaches need a guy just to like smack him around in the middle of the game to remind them like what the situation is. All right. So they take the foul and there's – 5.7 on the clock. Now, I don't know if that foul sends him to the line. I would tell Scott Brooks to put down the dry erase board. He I hate when they draw has a dry I, erase board. He does, right? I knew he – I hate when they have the board out with, like, four seconds left. It's like the only thing you should be telling your team is inbound the ball and get fouled. Right. That's it. There's no plays being drawn up with four seconds left. Get the fucking ball inbounds with – in under five seconds and hit your free throws. So that did send Van Fleet to the line. 
coaches are sitting there playing charades. I mean, they, listen. No Pictionary. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Caught himself. But you got to draw an inbounds play. What are you talking about? Ah. <laughs> Take right, too so much time on that fucking board. They fouled Garrison Matthews <laughs> with 3.9. I can't watch. <laughs> it's going to be okay, man. Don't ever say that to me. Uh, I didn't really mean it. I think, <laughs> I think you're going to be okay. Wow. Bottle. Listen. Bottle. Yeah. Talk to this kid. Uh, hey, listen, you, you, you gave him. By the way, he missed it. So he missed the free throw after you said that, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that. Uh, you just don't need double overtime. I got something else going, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple layers here. Yeah, there's a lot of layers. I, uh, I can't, but, you know, that, that stuff's real, just so you know. Oh, God. Let's see. Wait, what's, what stuff's real? All right, all right. He, make, he makes the second one. <laughs> the Malopia. Oh, yeah, that's definitely, yeah. I'm holding my breath. Yeah, I, Fingers are crossed. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! And there it is. <laughs> final buzzer has sounded. In- we have a final from Tampa, Florida. In Toronto South. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's an official boatload. It's a bubble, baby. Can I get a horn sound effect? <laughs> See what I can do in post-production. <laughs> Can we get somebody on the production team here? There we go. Wow. Gentlemen, I got to tell you, I, I thoroughly enjoyed swaying that out with you. That's good. But, by the way, Ant, I had, a, I had a money line too. Oh, so a three-pointer would have burned you there. Yes. Okay. All right. So, All right. so, so I had a money line plus 146 <laughs> and had him three and a half. The double winner That's what they call that. Call that a double boat load. <laughs> All right. There he is. We got to do this more often. I'm one and zero or two and zero. Needed that. That is that is two and zero after a dreadful start to the day. That's what I'm talking about. I went all the way on Usually, on usually Sunday pour jinxes everything that it touches. So this is a new one for us. So that, that I mean, let's see here. Just double checking. Oh, baby. That's uh, it's a nice hit. It's a nice hit. Nicely done. Nicely done, Uncle Teddy. Beautiful. I, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe we should do this more often. I'm telling you, because I, I haven't sweated one out and had it down my way like that in a while. Yeah, let us know when, uh, you know, if you ever get another, you know, I think this is probably going to be the start of something good. You probably get hot through the weekend. But next time you're, uh, you know, next time you're feeling that you need a little – you know, nudge in the right direction. Give us a call. Yeah, next next time there's you know the the rents on the line. Let's uh, let's let's get in touch. <laughs> yes, I like that. right <laughs> three months rent. I don't know about that. Well, how much do you trust us? <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> he almost, the other guy, uh, the other guy just almost gave me the Maloka. <laughs> no, no Maloka. <laughs> As soon as you said it, as soon as you said it, it worked out. 
As soon as he said the guy missed a free throw. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, Ed. It all worked out well. Hey, without that missed free throw, Siakam doesn't take an awful three-pointer there at the end. That's Think of it like that. Okay, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> it, was the, it was the first free throw, but whatever. Hey, listen, it all, it all, it all worked out. Another, not quite a Ruthian performance by my co-host, but. You know what we should I, do? Tony Lazari. You know what we yeah. should do? I got an idea. What do you got? I like this. The Wizards are plus 12,000 to win the East. They got to play that play-in game. What if, we, what if we all took 50 bucks, threw it on the Wizard, Wizards, and watched the game together? On the play-in game? Because the play-in game, they, you know, the, the, the odds for the bet are going to go down significantly. So they win that bet. It all of a sudden, it becomes a plus eight thousand. So you can hedge at that point. I don't think you could hedge. <laughs> you know, where do you hedge? If you're betting on the game, where do you hedge? No, 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 no. So all right. So the way that, so with li- with live betting or with, or with future bets with FanDuel, yeah, it, it's all based on the calculation of what the what the odds of the bet have become. Okay. So. So if the next con- – so let's say the Wizards win that game, right? Mm-hmm. Their odds just got better. So they go from a plus 12,000 to a plus 8,000, and they calculate the payout according to that and the potential for winning and give you the opportunity to cash out of the bet. Oh, so you can cash out. Yes. Huh. Oh, we let it ride all the way and go for, uh, go for 12 grand. If the Wizards make it, though, they're going to beat at least one of our teams, though. I'm not going to be rooting for the Wizards against the Nets. And you're not going to be rooting for the Wizards against the Knicks. If I, if I get hit for 12000 <laughs> That's true. James Dolan ain't paying your rent, man. He's not paying the rent. <laughs> All right, just an idea. Yeah, never mind. I've said too much. The Wizards are going to have to win two playing games to get into the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So oh, they win ten. those. Right. That plus 12000 gets dropped dramatically. Right. All right. It's, uh, yeah. You're, you're a pretty solid financial advisor, so uh, why not? Right. <laughs> I think uh, your returns with, in the past have been pretty, pretty good. I'm at least even. Or Listen, I'm definitely not even with you. Yeah, until you bet on the Wizards to win the East. No, I'm definitely not even <laughs> with this guy. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know why? It's because of that Seattle game. Seattle game? The game against Arizona this year. Oh, the, yeah, the Sunday night football game or Monday night that's, football that's, that's the, I can't. That's the game I can't forget. Oh, that was miserable. We was, that Mon- was that Monday or it was Monday night football, wasn't it? No, that was a Sunday, Sunday night. night game. Sunday. We're, wait, we weren't recording that night? I feel like I had this. Was that the DK Metcalf game when he ran them down? Yes. yes, they lost that game. Yeah, yep. Yes, and it's also you had Seattle, t- and that Metcalf scored a touchdown, and they threw a late flag in overtime, and they lost. We all had Seattle. Oh, Wilson threw a bad pick in that game. Several. <laughs> 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 it 
Yeah, yeah. Russell's one of those guys. If you bet on him, he does that. But if you bet against him, he he completely tears you apart. And you're like, why would he ever bet against this guy? He's on the boatload list of uh, of guys not to bet against. Oh, I'd love. To what do you think about my, what do you think my about my <laughs> idea? Tone. Russ Russ wants out of Seattle. Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Both of them just swap teams. How about Rodgers comes to the Giants? Wow, you're on board with that? Yes. Wow. Rodgers comes to the Giants, they make the NFC Championship game. Yes. Talent, yes. mm. I mean, what's the, what's the counterpoint? Other than it being extremely difficult. <laughs> He's been there. And, and borderline improbable. That's not like bringing an aging court. It's good, it's good. What are you giving up? Jones and a couple of draft picks. You're going to have to give up multiple first. Uh, two. Two or three. I mean, what did Stafford – how many did Stafford uh, get? The Rams fucked up, man. The Rams should have held out for Rodgers. The Rams shot their load for Matt Stafford. I mean, come on. Uh, Stafford's good, man. I don't think, he, I don't think he's Super Bowl good. good. He's not Rodgers. I agree with that. He's a gamer. Give him credit for that. He's a gamer. No, Rodgers is a difference maker. Yeah. No, he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah, he's – the team The team becomes a contender the second he's there, whatever yeah. team it is. Well, unless he goes to, like, the worst team in the league. I just don't like him that much on a personal level. Personally or as a player? As a – no, as a player, it's how do you not like him as a player? But every time there's a problem in Green Bay, it's always somebody else's fault. You always point the finger. Yeah, he's tremendous, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a diva also. I don't like that. Comes All out right. the Roger show. He hasn't won a he hasn't won a fucking Super Bowl in Green Yes, Bay. he has. No, in no, and not since the they not since that one. Not oh. since not since Mike McCarthy left. I lost. No, this actually turned out to be a profitable night. Holy shit, it was not looking good. <laughs> when you put well, when you and you put 400 on the on the Hornets money line and they lose by 20. It's oh, not a good start. <laughs> Jesus. The you Hornets. Start, start behind the eight ball. Yeah, I like to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> you like to mix it up a little bit. That's giving money away. Not if it hits. Right. You've never seen the magic of Terry Rozier. Scary I mean, there's, Terry. There's, there's no waiting for it. I love Scary Terry. <laughs> He's a, he's a jabroni guy. Is he? He's jabroni, all right. Yeah, he's a jabroni. <laughs> he's got Russell a first-class first tickets. First oh, we're, send, we're, we're sending him a gift basket this year. Nice. All right, wow. So he's, he's done well for you. He's done really well, yeah. Free ride on the cruise, on the boatload cruise. <laughs> the USS hole in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so what are you going to parlay? What are you, you going to double down on? You got, you got some late-night baseball going on here? I can't bet on baseball. You're not going to bet on Tampa Bay coming back in this game? I can't, I can't bet on baseball, period. You just put it on and you wake up in the morning and see what happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am not well, – I, I will watch every – what, what screwed me up for life was I used to love to bet hockey. Like, love <laughs> it. And I used to love West Coast hockey for some reason. 
So I'd be up every night to one thirty, two o'clock, sweating out parlays wasn't for years. This, wasn't this only up until like last year? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I remember you watching like fucking. Who's shots. your Who was your West Coast ace? The San Calgary, Jose Sharks, the Calgary Flames. Calgary Flames. I like that you had a team teed up. I like that. I did because Gaudreau is from Jersey, and uh, and they were that year they called them the Cardiac Kids. They were like plus two hundred every night, and would take it down to the wire and fight. They were that was a great team to watch. They're the Washington Wizards of. Uh... The Western Conference in the NHL. Well, you got to find those teams seriously because you can't bet you can't bet double digit favorites in basketball. That's a risk. Yeah, it's, you don't want to do that. You don't want to end up doing that, and you can't take those teams money line, and you can't bet the big dogs either. <laughs> so you got to find those teams in the middle there, and get them plus plus odds that you know stay competitive. Yeah. There you go. That's a, that's a very. This is a great learning experience for for our audience. There you it's go. Handicapping, yeah. educational. <laughs> show would have been a lot better if they lost. By the way. <laughs> yeah. No, I I deleted the first tape. <laughs> they want to hear it. <laughs> Pretend, it's never, hear Pretend it's never happened. Right. One. <laughs> uh, well, not, but not for nothing. If you if we don't if we didn't have you winning uh, recorded, nobody would believe it either. So there you go. It is a monumental evening. Audio evidence, audio yeah. and video evidence of you winning a bet. <laughs> it has happened. It has happened, folks. It has happened. That's right. When is uh? You were just in AC recently, right? Just a little day trip. Hey, hold hold on one second. Sorry, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, I'll get uh, text messages or like group group text messages from Tony sometimes, and he's just like lunchtime. He's got some free time. He's in AC at a blackjack table. And he plays. It's lunch. I don't know if he's like driving through town. It's like my lunchtime. I'm saying he's like driving through town or, or whatever he's doing. He just happens. He lives pretty close to there. <laughs> Maybe he's coming home from like someplace south of him, and he just like pops in, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, he's spent." Half hour at the blackjack table, and I'm headed home. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Like I live quick next fix. To, it's a quick fix. Yeah, like I work next to uh, you know like an OTB, but it's not quite the same. Like I could maybe get two races in on a lunch. It's not quite the same as banging out you know thirty hands of blackjack. Well, the thing of it is, so FanDuel has an option that allows you to pick up the cash. That, like, I could put in for a request, and the money's ready for me right now. I could drive to AC, and that's usually where I'm in, why I'm in AC. Because I do, you know, occasionally I do win. I dri- drive down to AC. Uh, okay. And instead of waiting, like, uh, what is it, like, four to six business days, like, screw that. I want my money. Yeah. Yeah, just go down and pick it up. Right, so then I, you know, I grab a hundred or two hundred off of the off of the stack, and then I go put blackjack. Try to turn into three or four. So that's, I guess, it's all over Jersey. It's not just AC, right? It's it's like the tracks and stuff too. It's every one of those places that's gambling, like sports gambling, ready, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think they have a pickup option in the Meadowlands. Some of the places in Pennsylvania that I don't know, like further out, like Central oh. Pennsylvania. But yeah, it's actually it's actually the best option because. 
And the other way, you got to go through PayPal, and PayPal takes a cut. Ugh, fuck that. Yeah, yeah so, PayPal scumbags. Well, I mean, they are running the service. I mean, there is a service there. Yeah, but fuck them. I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, why can't, they, why can't the site refund it directly to your credit card? I, that I don't understand. So do you, preferred, do you prefer betting with, like, uh, these sites rather than using a guy? Yes, absolutely. Really? Because we got to come into Connecticut, and I kind of always figured if you had a guy, you just could continue to use the guy. No, because this, the, the, to me, the godsend, in a lot of ways, is the live betting. That's, how that, that's that bet I hit just now. Gotcha, gotcha. The, okay. the, the live betting allows you to get out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get out when, when you're with the guy. If you, if you yeah. see, if you, like, I saw it today, and I, I, I should have just did it. You could tell within the first quarter and a half if a team doesn't have it that night. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if they let you cash out for eighty percent of your bet, you, you make a different bet. You do it with a bookie, you're you're sunk. Yeah, yeah. You could live bet with a bookie. You can't cash out though. Right. Yeah, that's the difference. And, and the cash out, trust me, they can go again, go the other way where you know you think that the team looks like absolute crap, but then all of a sudden they go on a twenty-eight to zero run, and you cashed out. But oh uh, yeah, often, you feel like a shithead. Yeah, for yeah, bailing. Yeah, but. But more often than not, it's like it, it would be like the equivalent of, of having stocks and not having the ability to sell. Right. Right. There is no more hopeless feeling than, than when that team you bet on just is flat and doesn't have anything in the tank and you're just stuck with them for the, for the four quarters. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't, trust me, I don't pretend to know everything. But like when I, when, tonight with the, uh, the Hornets, you see, when they when the when they start the game down thirteen three, it's over in most in most cases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just a team that comes out the gate. They're 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 rested. They're hungry. They're 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 hitting their shots, and the other team just didn't have it. So you are right, so I you look, cashed, so that one you cashed out on. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you thought maybe they could figure it out. Well, they cut it down from eighteen to six by the end of the half, and I'm like, oh, you know, let's see what happens. But the mm-hmm. thing is, those, those, those sites aren't dumb. The second it gets out of control again, all of a mm-hmm. sudden you can't cash out. Oh, they cut you off. Okay. Right. So you, you, there's a window there. Okay. Is it, 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 there's no, it's not like every third quarter at you know, eight minutes left, it's gets cut off. It's just depending on when they want to. It's just, it's just based on their, whatever their uh, algorithm is, says, all right, at this point, it makes more sense to cut it off than let people cash out. That's exactly the point yeah. I was making about the Wizards bet. Yeah. So, yes. So, if it's going to pay me $12,000 on a hundred for them to win the East right now, mm-hmm. they win the play-in games, you know that, like, the next time they offer that bet, that it's not plus 12000 anymore, right? Right. So, what they do is they calculate what, how much you have invested in it and then offer you a portion of it to cash out. Oh, okay. Now, now, okay. Now, now kind of makes sense to me. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's, it's so outrageous. I don't think the Wizards are going to win the East. Right. But, you know, we go root like crazy for those two games. They knock that down to plus 8,000. Yeah. You know, they, whatever calculation they make, our, odd, our bet just got plus 4,000 better. Okay. All right. Is it, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I like it. Hey, why not throw 50 on it? 
Well, I mean, I would say even, even less. Throw 20, just to make it interesting, you throw, <laughs> throw 25 bucks on it. All right. I'll throw 20, yeah, even better. Why not throw 25 on it? 25, it's realistically, if you let it pay out, 25 would pay like four grand. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Go Wizards. Go That's Wiz. It. That's it. Go Bullets. Nobody beats the Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, Tone, you're a big uh, fast food guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did in, you other, s- in other words, Tone, you're you're fat. That's not what he said. Right. You're on the road a lot. You gotta eat your fast food. Did you see? I think it was this week. Maybe it was like late last week. Do you see like they opened up a White Castle in Florida? And there was a line like three miles long. That's that's insane, right? Like, that, there's no fast food worth waiting a line for like that. Certainly not White Castle. As a fast food guy, I'm gonna go ahead and just throw it out there and say White Castle is borderline unedible. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! All right, it's, hor- it's horrible. You, I mean, you've eaten at White Castle before. Uh, Either one on Route Nine in Old Bridge, New Jersey, at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Absolutely, right. uh, many times. Right, but yeah, you're not going to White Castle at eight o'clock in the morning when they open up to have a burger. You're 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 going there when you're shit faced and you need some grease and onions shoved in your gullet. Right. So, but yeah, have you have you ever looked at a White Castle burger in the light of day? <laughs> no, no, no. These people were standing in line in broad daylight in their cars, miles long. It. That's- they won't line up for the vaccine in Florida, but they'll line up for the, for the White Castle. <laughs> Ingredients in both are questionable. So, Right. Jesus. Yeah, that was like mind-boggling. I've, I've gone to fast food places, and there's been like a line at the, at the drive-thru. I was like, no, nope, not waiting in line. Not, not waiting the seven minutes to wait for this. I'm not waiting in a line that's on a highway. I do it when there's four people in line at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I can't stand it, man. Especially, uh, and, and, you, and, and you can tell when the orders in front of you aren't going well. No, you got to get out of there. Yeah, because the, <laughs> I start walked, motherfucking those cars in front of you, man. Oh, well, I got, I got the truck, so I, I nail on the accelerator, and it sounds like a friggin' uh, bomb goes off. <laughs> and I do it on purpose right next to the car, watching people jump. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes if you're ever like in one of these places and the people in front of you are just like asking questions, my aunt talks about going to the bank all the time and like, but it's even worse at a fast food place because the menus haven't changed in a thousand years. If you are asking questions about the, of the of the people at Dunkin' Donuts, I'm like, they have donuts, they have fucking bagels, and they have fucking coffee. Just I like your fucking coffee. Let's move it along. All right, we got everybody's got to go to work. Let's go. I, hold on. Sorry. What was that? That was a sound of a round of applause. Oh, thank you. No, you're, you're dead on. You're absolutely right. <laughs> They're asking if they got that avocado toast. No, I, I've, I've walked out of, I've gone into, play, I've gone to fast food places like to get, like we're going someplace. I'm a guy I'm going to run in. I'll get nuggets. I'll get this and that. Like for the, my whole family's in the car and I'm, I'm just supposed to be going in and going out. And if I am inconvenienced at all in there, I will turn around and walk out empty handed hungry kids and the wife in the car. I don't give a shit, man. I'm like, no, I'm not putting up the, the people here who are working are, are idiots. The customers are idiots. 
I just don't have time to deal with these people. And you're going to take it out on your family until you get to the next McDonald's. We'll find a better place. My family deserves better than that shit. The, the place, they probably don't even prepare the food correctly. They can't <laughs> a, it I don't think it takes much for you to walk out. Yeah, I might have a little bit of a hairline temper when it comes to these. I, I expect fast food to be relatively fast. I've walked out of a few places like that. I get a little impatient myself. It's the customers more than anything, but the, the, the workers have, have maybe walked out before. No, it's usually the customers. The slightest little inconvenience, slightest little hiccup, and I'm out of there. The biggest downfall of, being, of living on Earth are the humans. It's the biggest inconvenience. There's too many. Too many, and none of them are any, any good. Couldn't agree with couldn't agree with the gentleman anymore. <laughs> on, on all fronts, now let me let me ask present, you present company excluded, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we know we're in good company with this, but let me ask you guys this: because I grew up watching that shit, I grew up watching my father say things to people that I, I you know, just unbelievable things. Oh no! <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm, oh no! I gotta change my ways. <laughs> no, I I literally have like, come that you you've met him. I. I literally have that man's voice. Like I, yeah. I am, mm-hmm. and I, I've inherited that. So mm-hmm. the question I have for you, gentlemen, yeah, is that a crazy like Italian thing? Do other people do that, or is that just us? Like we have absolutely no patience for any kind of stupidity <laughs> at all. Like, I, I walked. I walked one time. I walked out of a a, a barber shop. That I walked in, it was one of those chain barber shops. Nobody in the place, they're like sport clips or something. Nobody in the place. I see there's no line on the phone. It's not letting me check in on the app. I walk in, tell the girl, she asked me, Did you check in? Which obviously I didn't because it's right on the board. I go, No, it didn't let me do it on my phone, but I'm here now. And there's four girls waiting to cut somebody's hair, nobody in the place. She looks at me and goes, You know, we can't see anybody without an appointment going forward. I said, all right, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around, walked out, and then came back in and started, and I got her having it. I said, you're the manager of this place, and you just cost them money, and you cost all those girls their tip. So great business model. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And I walked out again. Oof. Is that, but is that insane, or is that normal? Um, well, see me. I'll just, I'll just leave and like, I'll bury it inside. And then eventually, one day, I'll just drop dead because I never dealt with those issues. You actually let it out. It seems like. Oh yeah, it's probably healthier what you do. <laughs> I said stuff it down with like alcohol and that. I don't know. Tony lets it out verbally, but I think it stays with him too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't leave, and it just keeps compounding. You know? So you're only letting out like 8% of it. The other 92 is just like marinating in you. I've never had the, I've never had the opportunity like to do what like George did with Jerry when he tells him about his deepest, deepest and darkest fears. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with all of that. <laughs> right, right. I, I never really, I, you know, because I'm Italian, and obviously I'm not going to go to a shrink. <laughs> obviously. No, I'd say you're less, you're, you know, you're less, less of a man. 
All right, I guess we're the anti-therapy show now, Sunday Four. Yeah, geez. That was you're, a, you're a pussy if you go see a shrink. That was a turn I didn't expect to, to yeah, listen, no, I, everyone's Listen, people have real problems. I don't have – you know, I have problems. You touched on it before. They're all self-inflicted. You know, people have, like, real problems. I understand they have to go to – Right, it makes, you who, it makes you yeah, who you yeah. are, though. You don't really want to change. I can't change at this point. <laughs> There's no going back. What am I going to do? Right. So it's not so much your anti-therapy as you just know it wouldn't work. It would be useless. It's not so much that I'm anti-therapy as I am anti-me. Anti-you? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not doing it to better myself. This is all the more reason that you got to start your own podcast, I think. Ant always says this is like th- his therapy. This is my therapy. This is because I won't go see a shrink either. Maybe we should go together. Get a group rate. <laughs> Oh, I would love to. I would love to get all our friends together. Just all go to a, a therapist. Just do it. Like, yeah, have have one mediator there, and everybody just just let let it all out at the oh, same time. Air, air it all out. All of it. Oh man, I would get. She would. She would leave crying. I'm almost positive she would quit. She would become a Buddhist and go live in the hills someplace. Uh, right. We we'd just send her off in tears. I mean, I've if I things. just if I just went into a therapist and unloaded all my thoughts, I mean. I just—I don't know if she could handle that, or he—he he or she could handle that. I mean, like yeah, you don't want to know. Gotta start at a lo- it's got to start at a younger age, right? There's too much baggage now at this point, <laughs> right? Yeah, you got, what are you going to unload thirty plus years of, of of insanity onto somebody? That's why they charge by the hour, man. Well, there's that. There's that too. That again, you're talking to somebody that doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. They could say they do, but it would be impossible for them to have, you know, a different client every hour and actually care about it. It'd be impossible. Wow. That's, that is a theory I have not heard. But I understand what you're saying, though. It's like, how, how are you invested how could, how could, in every how, one of your clients yeah. at the same rate? Yeah. If it's somebody really fascinating or somebody, like again, that's got real problems, I could see it being more interesting. But there's no way <laughs> if you've been doing it for 20 years that you got a full calendar and you could, po- could possibly get. Why do you think they take notes? They're, so they remember the next time what, what to talk about. They're not sitting there thinking about you. It's, wow. It's like homework. Wow. Right. Tore, tore down a whole institution right there in 10 seconds. Yeah. Really picked off the first time anybody said that. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, we were gonna have Tony on tonight to just talk about that one story. And went we went and just kind of kept going. There was that bet and everything. And uh, well, we, I think we made the podcast gold tonight. We want to thank Uncle Teddy for taking the time out of his busy schedule and uh, to to watch the game with us and, and let us know about this magic that happened down in St. Louis. Uh, it's a pleasure as always to have you on. Let's do it a lot sooner than uh, we did since last time. Uh, you yeah, next, next election. Next election. No, hopefully before <laughs> then. Hopefully before then. Um, oh, maybe during the Wizards, uh, the Wizards playoff run, we'll, we'll have you on. If we make the bet for the uh, the future bet, I say that would be that would be entertaining. All right, for sure. Okay. All right, so we'll talk to you. We'll we'll talk to you around then. We'll plan for that around then. Then. Cool. Thanks very right, much for you. thanks very much for joining us, Tom. Appreciate it. Good talking yeah, to you guys. Have a good one, fellas. All right, take it easy, man. All right.
All right, and I guess that will do it for Sunday Pour uh, for this Thursday night episode. Have a great fucking weekend, everybody. Thanks for spending time with us, as always. Yeah, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, big thanks to our guest, uh, Tony D, and uh, thank you for listening to everybody. We'll see you uh, early on next week. <laughs>